Tuesday. Waking up. It's warmer. Don't really see my breath outside. Nice. Nice. Badgers are winners last night. Went to the Admirals game. Admirals were not. Looked like they had the uh, they had a little rust on the uh, on the sticks and skates after five days off. But uh, we'll talk about that later. In the meantime, Aaron Rodgers says we are all Browns fans this weekend, and that is if they uh, do indeed do what they are supposed to do, and that is get the win uh, coming up on Sunday against the Minnesota Vikings. And um, you know, we'll, we'll just see. Here's the question. And I put this out there. I was I was chatting with a couple of people this morning about this, and I, I did a couple of did a couple other shows. And one of the questions is, well, what? How far are they going to go? And it, which is a good question. How far can the Packers go if they do get in? But the other question is, if they're a one and done, is it all for naught? You know, I mean, if they get there and you're like, oh, God, this is great. They're in the postseason and you go and get your brains beat out. You know, is it all for naught? Is it is it, you know, do you then look at it by saying, you know, you, you, you fought all the way back just to lose. Now you're in the middle of the pack when it comes to the draft. You ruined everything and you're still not good. And, you know, it, it is do you look at it as are there are they a one and done or do you look at it as? Like some this morning, nationally, we're saying they'd say, hey, look, if they get in, that means Rodgers is playing better. That means the defense is playing better. That means things are starting to click. And if they do get in, do you look at it and go, you know what? Yeah, it, it is worth it. It is worth it to get there. It is worth it to get in the postseason. It is worth it to kind of keep that streak alive, so to speak. It is worth it that these guys rallied. That these guys said, we need to do this, 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 and this, and have all these things happen for us to get in, and then it happens for you. You know, it is good for a fan base that, much like myself, had pretty much given up. I left them for dead after the Detroit game. Is it is it good? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. That's a question of the day. Is it a good thing for this team? Because most people believe... Are they winning a championship between you, me, and the fence post? No. Okay? But then again, we said it wouldn't get in the postseason. There's always that that modicum of hope, right? There's that little eh, little light at the end of the tunnel. That's always there until it's not. But if they're a one and done, does it does it affect things? Does it disappoint you? I mean, obviously it would. But is it disappointing to the fact of, ah, wish they would have never got there? They have a better draft choice. We'd have seen Jordan Love. This team, it screwed everything up by this team making it to the postseason. 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in, hit us up over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com. As many of you have, holy God, I went through the analytics today. I got up this morning and, and started looking at a few things. And, you know, I, we, we check on this stuff because this is, you know, these are numbers that we can we can look at and sell and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, so there's many pages we follow. And in comparison, uh, like one of the biggest pages out there is is right here in our own backyard. It's Harley Davidson. Harley Davidson has 4.1 million followers and likes. 
and their engagement a week per week is usually about a million. This week it's 900,000. Uh, whereas we have just under 20, we got about 23,000 likes, 28,000 followers. And this week we lead everybody. We lead Valley Sports. We lead the score out of Chicago, the mighty WJJO in uh, in Madison. We lead the big Kiss FM in Milwaukee, the big 97.3. We lead everybody. 1.2 million. Thank you. Boy, it was like everybody took off in the month of December and said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do this. We're just going to pay attention to the Bill Michael Show. We'll give it a, we'll a three-week trial run, see what happens. Whoa. Nice. Nice. Thank you so much for paying attention to the program. Uh, you can find us on YouTube at Bill Michaels Show on YouTube slash Bill Michaels Show. Same thing on Twitch TV. You can uh, email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website is always thebillmichaels.com. Ben, Kenny producing the show. Ben, did you make it the entire game last night? No, um, I, I, I couldn't. I had to get up early today. I made it midway through the third quarter. I kind of saw what I needed to see. And then I woke uh-huh. up and saw that they held on and won. So, I, yeah, good win. I also, I woke up today to a flat tire. So the day oh, started geez. about as worse as it possibly could could start. And it can only get better, I guess. How the hell did that happen? That's a great question. I, I drove home last night. I actually put air in the tires last night on my way back in to do the pregame show for Wisconsin's game. And it was all good. And then I got home. And I woke up, and one of the tires is flat. Weird. Now, were, was it leaking ahead of time? Were they low ahead of time? Did your car, like, alert you to the fact that your tires were low, or did you just look at it and go, hmm, I'm going to fill some air? They were low, or at least one okay. was. Okay. I don't know. Was it the same tire that is flat today? I think so, yeah. Could be. Okay. I'm no tire expert. I just it, It's something I got to do, uh, yep. and yeah. Well, if you don't have, I think it's hydrogen that they fill the tires with hydrogen. I think it's hydrogen. If you don't have hydrogen in your tires, then in the winter months, you do have to fill your tires because air will contract. And, uh, and, and then in the summertime, when it heats up, it'll expand, but air will contract. And therefore, your tire pressure will go down in the cold, cold weather. But uh, you won't go flat. Got to have something in there. Probably ran over something. Wish Who knows? Um, yeah. I, I was, well, I've made the mistake in the past of trying to drive on a flat tire to fix that tire and just oh, yeah, you completely eviscerating the wheel. I've yeah. learned from that mistake I made in my youth and I Ubered to work today. Yeah, I don't have to you Uber do back. And, yeah. Well, at least it'll be warmer this afternoon to actually change the tire. Now you have a spare, right? No, that's the whole problem. Oh, I don't crap. have a spare. Otherwise, I would have just put the spare on this morning. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not a good situation. By any stretch. Hmm. So, yeah, that's where we are. But the Badgers won, which is cool. Well, the Badgers won 24-17. They held off Oklahoma State last night. Braylon Allen had a touchdown, 116 yards, 22 carries. Not a bad way to go. Give me your thoughts on what you saw. Because they got off to a fast start. They were up, uh, what was it, 17-7 or something like that. Or I think it was like 24-7 still before they gave up 10 points in uh, in the fourth quarter. But give me your thoughts on the fast start for the Badgers. It was it was just a good win. I'm not going to bring any sweeping conclusions from it, given the nature of who was out there and the context of the game. We said yesterday on the pregame show that one of the biggest forces into who will win the game 
is which team wants to be there more. And you talk about the Jim Leonard effect, it being his last game, the team wanting to play for him. I think that played into it. They came ready to play. They were playing hard. The field out in Chase Field in Arizona was just terrible. There were guys like in Admirals game, guys just sliding around everywhere on on both sides. It it was horrible. Um, And, yeah, they just took care of business. They won. Uh, It was great. A lot of the guys probably uh, will be starters next season, but we've also seen them throughout this year. There was nothing... I guess, except for quarterback, that really caught caught my eye and made me think differently about next year. Right. Well, it was uh, Luke Fickle's first win, and uh, the way it's a, was a good way to send out Jim Leonard. I saw some of the pictures uh, of uh, some of the people that I follow uh, on Facebook as Jim Leonard and on Instagram, and Jim Leonard, you know, taking pictures with his family and w- pictures with a few friends and such before. Uh, before, uh, you know, he ends up, uh, you know, kind of riding off into the sunset. So, um, but re- a, a nice, nice night. I mean, ultimately to get the win was cool, but many different facets. It was, uh, it was a good win. By the way, it's nitrogen. I said hydrogen. <laughs> I thought that was wrong, but I thought I'll go with it. I'll sound confident. No, it's nitrogen you put in your tires, not hydrogen. Hydrogen, you'd be like mini Hindenburgs floating around out there. Yeah, your car, you know, lift up and, oh my God, the humanity. So there you go. So it's nitrogen. Thank you for all of our car enthusiasts out there i couldn't think of it off the top of my head but good win by the badgers and uh, we can talk more about that coming up because there's uh, some more facets to all of this and some decisions being made regarding the uh the the, the postseason we'll say for uh for college football okay the uh the the statement of the day yesterday is something we already knew it's not like we didn't know it but the statement of the day yesterday which is being played over and 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 over again came from one uh, Aaron Rodgers, and that is, we're all Browns fans. We're all Browns fans. Now, the other statement was Taylor Heineke out, Carson Wentz in. He is now the starting quarterback for the Commanders. The Commanders, this is the team that you need to lose at least one more game. Okay, we all know that the Commanders have the Browns coming up this weekend. We're We're all Browns fans. That's 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 what you know. Aaron Rodgers is saying. That's what we're all saying. Okay, we are Browns fans now. Uh, first of all, the Packers have to go do their due diligence, and don't forget the Commanders. Then, in the final week of the season, play the Cowboys. So it, the question is: Will the Cowboys have everything for for their season itself and standings and and such and the playoff picture for them? Will everything pretty much be wrapped up for the Cowboys at that point? Because it looks as if, regardless of what happens with the Cowboys, that their standing is done. Now, they do have something to play for, obviously, this weekend because uh, Philadelphia, if Philadelphia loses again and Dallas wins again, and then in the last game of the season, Dallas Cowboys could have something to play for. If a weird. It, now, Philadelphia, has Philadelphia completely locked up the division, Ben? I don't think they have, right? Dallas could still win it if Philadelphia loses their last two and Dallas wins the next two, correct? Correct. The Eagles-Saints game is actually huge for the Packers because if the Eagles lose, not only do the Cowboys then bring a lot to their game against the Commanders in the last week, but if you need the Giants to also lose the last week or either or, the Eagles would also bring a lot to that last game against the Giants. Right. So a lot is weirdly riding on that game. Yeah. So... You're 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 hoping the Browns win this weekend, and that would then have the final domino that would fall 
and all the Packers need to do is win on Sunday and then win the following Sunday, and they're in. They don't have to worry about it. But, you know, for all this to, ha- to happen, um, you know, the Packers obviously got to win. Now, the question I asked at the beginning of the show, and I'm going to reiterate is, as I got into this discussion, now we went to the game last night, and, and by the way, thanks to uh, Wojo and thanks to John Greenberg, saw Harris Turr, the owner of the, uh, the the Milwaukee Admirals last night, Charlie Larson, everybody, took all the kids into the locker room and everything and hung out and got autographs from play. It was just a really cool night. And I went over to Calderon Club in, in San Giorgio early, and the kids got to sit around the pizza ovens and make pizzas and such. And it, it just was such a fun night last night. And we wish we would have seen a win, but nevertheless. Uh, but the question everybody is asking, if they get in, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? You know, I think what everybody's hoping for is that if indeed the Packers get in, they draw Minnesota and go into Minnesota and get a win. That would be kind of, I hate to say it, but because you don't feel like the Packers are Super Bowl contenders. I think we can all agree on that, at least not right now and not what we've seen. So what would be satisfactory for the way the season ends to go into Minnesota and knock off the Vikings and basically end their season. That would be kind of like that mini satisfaction Super Bowl. But as I sat there and talked last night, there's some people that are like, they're screwing this up. They're screwing this up. They need to be seeing what Jordan Love brings to the table. They need a higher draft choice. They need, and, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. So you're rooting for them to lose? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, no, we don't. What, what are they going to do? They're not winning a Super Bowl, so why go? That that's the mentality of many. And to me, I'm just like, look, hey, it's exciting. It's a good finish. I want to see the team have some fight. Uh, I want to see them get better. If they get better in a hurry over the next couple of games and dare I say it, get into the postseason and get a win uh, that can't do anything but help the following year. That can help the psyche, that can help the maturity, that can help the growth, that can help many different things for a lot of the young guys on this team. I think it's great. Uh, but there are, are some that say no. It, they're not going to win a Super Bowl, so what's the point? What's the point? You're just playing extra games. You're running the risk of guys getting hurt. You're not seeing Jordan Love. You know, all, all, all the problems that are, gonna, that are here right now are going to persist. Not, we're not seeing anything. It's not, it's not worth it. What do you feel? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If the Packers get in and don't win a Super Bowl, what, what are they, a one and done? You know, is it satisfaction to you if they do go into Minnesota and knock off the Vikings? Or is it like, nah, no, they, they shouldn't be winning at all. Shouldn't be winning at all. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. I want to get your thoughts on this when we come back. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. You know what Bud Light means? Bud Light means on a Wednesday we're out and about. We are going to be at Club Paragon tonight, 6 to 8. The Bill Michaels Sutter. We're going to talk a lot about this coming up tonight, but I want to get your opinion now. So hopefully if you don't hear it and get a chance to listen to the entire program today, you come on out tonight, you enjoy a little holiday cheer. We're going to be at Club Paragon Highway 100 in Greenfield, 6 to 8, the Bill Michaels Huddle. And as always, it's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It 
If by chance uh, you're out and about this weekend, you're looking for maybe dinner ahead of time, you're going to be in Waukesha, a great place to go. Great place to go. That is our friends at uh, Albanese's Roadhouse. Joey Albanese, the staff over there, they're waiting for you, and they've got uh, some... Some uh, New Year's Eve meals, New Year's Day, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, they're going to be spending some time with family. But stop on in, see Joey and the gang. And uh, he's got just not only uh, just a good staff, but just a lot of friends that work for him. It's always good to see people every time you go in there. It's, uh, you know, kind of interesting because you always run into somebody you know. How about Easy's Roadhouse? Blue Mountain Road right next to Menards in uh, in Brookfield in the Waukesha area. Good Italian food. I always get the meatball meatball sandwich every time I go in there. So And the Italian sausage is really good, too. But uh, stop over and tell Joey we said hi. That's Albanese's Roadhouse. And, yes, they will have bocce ball leagues coming back. So if you're looking for uh, something to do and you're looking for a bocce ball league, a lot of fun, something different, then uh, you can also check out Albanese's Roadhouse and our friends over there. So the Green Bay Packers, can, can they be a dangerous playoff team? They won three straight. And as Rodgers said, well, people are saying they, we beat two bad teams and the Bears and the Rams. Tua gave us the game. We're not going to do anything. We're not going to do any damage. And some people, as I found out last night, got into this discussion, uh, and I don't agree with, by the way, are saying, look, this team, if they keep winning and everything happens to where they can get into the postseason, they're not winning a Super Bowl, so what's the point? You're screwing it up. You're screwing it up is what the, uh, a couple people said last night. You're screwing it up. Why? Well, we wanted to see what Jordan Love had. We, we have no idea yet. Only two series is what he's played. Need to see Jordan Love. We would have had a higher draft choice. You're screwing it up. They're screwing it up by winning. Screwing it up. Give the young guys a rest. They've been doing it since last football season. They really haven't had a break. They need a break. They're screwing it up. I don't believe that, but it is what it is. Uh, let's get to the phone calls. Let's go to Eric listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Doing good, Bill. How are you doing? I'm doing great today. Feeling good. What's up? Excellent. You and Ben are killing it as usual, man. Appreciate it. I do not agree with that defeatist attitude either, Bill. I think that's lame. I think it's lame. I think, first of all, in if they get to the playoffs, not only are they going to be one of the hottest teams in the league at having won five straight, straight they will have gotten monkeys off their back like winning after the bye in a regular season, winning mm-hmm. away in Florida. And in addition, their halftime play has been way better in these last in this winning streak. So they're half they're making halftime adjustments that are working. So and if they get into the playoffs, they're going to be under the radar. So I think there's already some things that we can say, hey, this has been really a good thing, them winning, because they needed to get those monkeys off their back big time. Mm-hmm. Imagine winning after the bye in the regular season again uh, or losing after the bye again and then losing in Florida. It's like, can you, dude, dude, can you win outside of Wisconsin? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, they also broke a streak as in, in that they haven't won many games this year. They won. You know, but I think I'd rather see them get those monkeys off their back and get into the playoffs slugging it out than cruise into the playoffs, still have those monkeys on the back, and then be looking at another monkey in the back when they get into the postseason. I think some of those monkeys in the back that are not on there anymore won't be there in the postseason. And I would also also pose another a question to those same people, that to, to the defeatists. 
if they go far into the playoffs and holy smokes maybe win like the last time they went into the playoffs in similar situation similar circumstances do you still want Barry or LaFleur gone I think uh, it's a foregone conclusion 90% of Packers fans will want to see Joe Barry gone I don't think people necessarily I think it's divided on Matt LaFleur because then it will be as if Matt LaFleur somehow saved this season with Aaron Rodgers but I think there's a consensus out there that they want Joe Barry gone. I don't. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Oh yeah, it, and, and it I'm does. Ma- it them. does mask thing. I agree with you. I'm one of them. But if they, but if they go deep in the Super Bowl and and let's just say whoa, win it, and let's just say the defense is what we saw in the playoffs last year, which last year's their defense in the playoffs was one of the best postseason defenses I've ever seen. That is a crime what the special teams did to that team last year. But I'm just, you know, I don't know what I'm going to think myself. I, I want Barry gone again also. I mean, at the beginning of last season, I wanted him gone in the worst way. By the end of the year, I didn't want him gone anymore. So I don't know mm-hmm. if this dude's just a super slow starter and doesn't figure it out till halfway through the season. But if they go deep into the playoffs, and I mean, their, playoff, their playmakers on defense are starting to show up, man. People have been talking down uh, Devondre Campbell and Brasul Douglas all season. As you know, well, that was just a flash in the pan last year. Man, those cats are making some plays now, and Rasul has ended two games in a row. So, you know, I just don't know what I'm going to think. It's very, very, it is unorthodox for sure. You know, mm-hmm. but if, if but if they, I think if they get in, they're going to be one of the more dangerous teams. I don't think people are going to want to see them. And right. and if they go deep, I, I'm going to be in a quandary. I don't know what I'm going to want. Yeah, yeah. No, they, I, they I would call, agree. Bill. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. A lot of optimism. Think about this. And and he brings up the 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 you know the team that ended up going on to win a championship. Um, you know, remember they started doing it with, you know, at the end of the season with James Starks, John Kuhn as your fullback. But let me caution you because remember. Jordy Nelson, James Jones, Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, they're not walking through that door. You know? Jermichael Finley's not walking through that door. It it just, you know, you had Nick Collins, even Patrick Lee. Pat Lee was was decent. Um, you know, you have Brandon Underwood, Charles Woodson, Tremont Williams. You know, those guys were all making these key impact plays. You had Clay Matthews, um, A.J. Hawk playing his best season. But remember how many linebackers they went through? It was Frank Zombo, Matt Wilhelm, um, uh, Eric Wald, Nick Barnett went down with the injury. You know, Brandon Chiller went down with an injury. Brad Jones went down with an injury. Brady Papinga went down with an injury. You know, they went through six or seven. Desmond Bishop was there. Darrell Briggs was there. Um, oh God, who else? I'm just trying to think. But they they went through so many guys that were injured at the linebacker position, but they hung on. Remember, Mark Tauscher went down. Brian Balaga stepped in. Chad Clifton was the other tackle. He had Darren College, Evan Dietrich, T.J. Lang, Jason, uh, Josh Sitton, Jason Spitz, Scott Wells, you know. And then your linemen, you had Howard Green and Cullen Jenkins, Ryan Pickett, B.J. Ryan, or B.J. Raji, uh, C.J. Wilson. 
you, you, they, they had a big rotation. Even Jarius Wynn, to a certain extent. They have big bodies up front. They, it's, It was just a different team. It's not to say it can't be a winning team in the same circumstance, but it th- that team made you a believer because of the weapons they had, you know? And even when uh, Jermichael Finley went down, Donald Lee wasn't bad. There was Andrew Corliss. There was Tom Crabtree. You at least had some guys that could fill in and, and, and kind of get the job done. But, man, it, it just... Oof. Those guys aren't walking through this door. You had guys, legit players on that team. You know, you, you look in your secondary is is Adrian Amos or, you know, any of those guys really. I mean, even Jair Alexander. You know, is is, is anybody compared to Charles Woodson? No. Do you have an outside backer that compares to, you know, Clay Matthews in his heyday? No. Do you have a defensive line? That's even in comparison to the depth that Howard Green and Cullen Jenkins and Pickett and B.J. Raji and C.J. Wilson and the beef and those guys, and, and the, what they brought to the table, no. Now Dean Lowry's down for the remainder of the season. I, 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 you're going to, you know, obviously with, with his, what you've been wanting, and Devontae Wyatt's now going to get his playing time. Here he comes, you know. They're going to need him. So I, I just, can they play better? Absolutely. Can they be better? Can they do a little damage? Absolutely. I think it's good for the young guys to get a taste of what it's like to have postseason football in the NFL. I think it continue on, continues on the growth process of the offense. Um, I think there's a lot of good that comes up. There's a lot of belief now inside the walls of 1265 on, on a lot of different levels that things are starting to happen now. Can it mask certain things? And the questions then come up, well, do you get rid of Joe Barry if the defense starts playing well? You know, well, I still think you do because the majority of the season has not been good. But then, you you know, you st- those questions start to leak back in. But, yeah, it's uh, it's certainly going to be uh, – um, there, there's arguments to be made on both sides, but I never think losing is a good thing. I just don't. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to get to uh, Joe in Green Bay, Eric, and a cast of thousands. Hang in there. 877-867-167. By the way, there was a question over in the Bud Light live stream from Mike who said if the Commanders win this weekend, isn't there another route for the Packers to get there? Yeah, there is. Um, then the Commanders would have to lose the next weekend. So the Commanders have to lose one more game in the next two. And can it be done? Yes. Whether it's against the Browns or against the Cowboys. Can they lose that? Yes, absolutely they can. Or... The Giants lose their next two. If the Giants lose their next two, either or happens, and the Packers went out and the Packers are in. But if the the Giants and the Commanders win their next two games each, then no matter what the Packers do, they're uh, they're on the outs. They won't uh, they won't make it to the postseason because the hole they dug would have been too big and too deep to get out of. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Stick around. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Stay tuned. Coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. told me this morning, which was absolutely wonderful news, uh, that uh, Stoley's Hog Alley out in Oconomowoc, um, you know, if you're making plans maybe to drive by there sooner rather than later, maybe they could be, they might be, 
uh, opening soon. Just throwing it out there. I know there's a lot of friends of mine that listen to this program that say, when are they going to open? God, it's been forever. When are they going to get that place open? Well, they wanted to before Christmas. Didn't happen. You know, you got inspectors, all that kind of stuff. So they wanted to uh, before New Year's. Eh, I don't know if that's going to happen, but we're <laughs> really close. That's all I can say. Uh, hopefully, I know more later on today and tomorrow afternoon. But uh, we'll have some uh, we'll have some announcements regarding that in conjunction with. So I can't wait, can't wait. Check out Stoley's Hog Alley out there in Oconomowoc. Finally, Jeff and that struggle for him and Alicia, his wife Alicia, who run uh, Stoles Old One Hundred Nine up in Watertown as well. It's been a labor of love, man, getting this thing back open. So hopefully they do very, 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 very soon. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nod, nod. There you have it. That's our good friends at Stoley's Hog Alley. All right, uh, I, so good news. Uh, we got Wayne Larrabee coming up today, uh, which is awesome. Wayne's going to join us in about an hour and 20 minutes, so that's going to be kind of cool. We got, what, uh, Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings tomorrow, correct, Ben? Tomorrow, yes. Tomorrow? Okay. And then on, uh, on Friday, I believe, it will be the triumphant return of our girl, Stacey Dales of the NFL Network. Just texted me. If you heard my phone buzzing in the background, I'm like, who the hell is calling me? And it was her. And she said, you know, hey, I got uh, tomorrow and Friday available. And she gave me a couple of times. I said, oh, that works. So I believe Friday, uh, Stacy from the NFL Network is going to be joining us, too. So I'm excited about that. I know she's had a lot of, you know, stuff going on in her life. And I know she's been working, been working through it. But uh, but she said, hey, you know, whatever you need, we'll come on. So uh, we're hoping to get her on on Friday. Good banner week of guests on the Bill Michael Show. Love this kind of stuff. Uh, so I posted it over on uh, Twitter. I tweeted this out, and I said, hey, look, uh, there's some people, some people, some fans who believe that the Packers getting into the postseason is screwing things up for the franchise. How do you feel about it? The, uh, the reaction has been vitriol. Elon is a big weenie, says. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend. Uh, says, uh, reference 2010, which I did. Okay, I get it. That's where a lot of people are going with this. We're drawing comparisons. If they get in, dearie, oh, the pack dearie going to Super Bowl. Uh, cool your jets. Hang on. Hang on there, big weenie. Hang on. Just like I said, you don't have you don't have those guys walking through the door. You got quality football players, but I, I don't think you're there yet. But, but hang on. Uh, Chris says it doesn't sound like fans to me. Uh, Bob Wolfgram Sr., Probably the same people who complained uh, when we squeaked in back in 2010. Uh, we got, Oh, by the way, Andrew Banstra from WISC-TV, News 3, the CBS sports reporter, or reporter out there in Madison, now following the program, taking an interest in the topic du jour, said, uh, let's go. This isn't 2010, but screw it. Get in. Winning is a habit. Unfortunately, so is losing. We got to win. Um Justin said it could set up momentum for next year. Marcus says never take winning for granted. Then there's John who sends me the gif, the Herm Edwards. You play to win the game. You get that. Uh, Steven says they don't sound like fans to me. Paul A. Hudson. Playoffs? No playoffs. Playoffs? No playoffs. There you have it. Vegas fan. Those people, as he puts it, those people who never played, you play to win the game. I want to let you know that. So there you go. You play to win the game. And it keeps coming over there on Twitter. So if you follow me there, you can chime in there also. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670.
Uh, let's go to Joe listening to us in Green Bay. Joe, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Good. How are you, Bill? Good. Doing good today. What's on your mind? Um, just with regards to that 2010 season, um, it's just it's it's not a fair comparison. I, there is talent on this team, but if if you look back at the way that offense could score, it could score. I mean, mm-hmm. they had several games or up uh, two where they're getting over 40 points, 34 points, 31, 28. That team can score. Um, this year's offense is just it can't consistently put up those numbers. But you play to win, like you said. And if you know you can take her business against the Vikings, that's a huge momentum shifter, I think. And you know, you get a little help, you beat the Lions. You go into Minnesota, and you get some poetic justice. The way the year started against Minnesota, I mean, if you want to get it done against them, you're looking at some other teams that they – who else is in there? You have the Buccaneers. They took care of business against them. You got the Cowboys. They pulled that out. You have the Eagles. Green Bay actually made a game out of the Eagles this year. Nobody thought it was going to happen, but that was – I mean, they couldn't keep up with the scoring. Obviously, they couldn't keep up with the rushing game, but they can make games competitive. So mm-hmm. weirder things have happened, but if they get in, you know, weirder things have happened, but they got a shot. Um, I think without any context, if you ever ask somebody, do you want to see Green Bay play in January? The answer is always yes. So, and at this point, the fans that want to see Jordan Love, um, if there's talent there, Green Bay already knows about it. They see him in practice, see him in camp. Right. Anthony Rodgers, you had that game against the Cowboys when Favre went down, so you had that for a good reference. But Green Bay at this point, they – you know, they're doing their job. They know what they got in him. So, anyways, Bill, have a good day. All right, buddy. Appreciate it, man. The only thing that I'll, I'll say about that statement, when you talk about the Packers knowing what they have in Jordan Love, um, that I'll agree with. But they know what they have. Okay? They know if he's progressed. They know if he's ready. They know what they got. The only thing that they were hoping for, the only thing that they were hoping for, and, and I don't even know if maybe hope was is a good word, but Brian Gutekind had stated in that press conference during the bye week, he said, it's not about knowing what we have behind closed doors. It's about seeing if he can win. Why? Because you want to put that on display. You want to see him, much like Brock Purdy. There's probably a lot of teams looking over that fence going, is Brock Purdy available at the end of the year? Would we take Brock Purdy here in a couple of years? Would he be a guy that would be vying for a starting spot as Mr. Irrelevant to a starter in the National Football League? Could that possibly happen? Could we grab the Brock Purdy of the Green Bay Packers? And, it, you know, is, is is Jordan Love a winner? Can he show that he can win? Because if he can, it changes things. If he can, if he can win, not only do you see the progression, but then you see the ability to win football games. That's ultimately what it's all about. Does he have that stock, you know, as, uh, as general managers look over that fence? They'll know. I mean, he's been behind Aaron Rodgers. He's absorbed the offense. He's learned a lot of the good, gotten rid of a lot of the bad habits. They've worked with him. He certainly looks more polished. But can he win? That's the only thing that the Packers nor any other general manager out there knows. Can he win? 877-867-1670. Hang in there. Kevin, you're up in Green Bay. When we come back, we'll get to you. I promise. Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Stay tuned. we got the, this by our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. Minding you, you want to ring in the new year, you do it right. I saw the Moscatos. they got a big batch of the Moscato that's out now. It's hit store shelves. It's in your local grocery stores, your liquor stores, your wine stores. ForgottenFireWinery.com. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. 
and uh, ask for it by name in many of those different locations. And if you're up in the Peshtigo area and you want to happen to stop in and grab a bottle or two or nine or cases or whatever, go for it. That's ForgottenFireWinery.com. ForgottenFireWinery.com. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers will work out today, getting ready to host the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday. But the Packers lost one of their defensive linemen, Dean Lowry. Suffered a calf muscle injury Sunday against the Dolphins and had to be placed on injury reserve yesterday. That will mean more snaps for rookie first-rounder Devontae Wyatt and a bigger role for Jerron Reed, who came up with a big forced fumble against Miami. Matt LaFleur. Yeah, Jay Reed had a heck of a game. I thought... uh... That might have been his best performance. I know he had the one mistake on one of the runs that gashed us where he was, he was trying to make a play and thought it was going to be a keeper. But after that, I thought he did an outstanding job. The Vikings improved to 12-3 and with a 27-24 win over the Giants. It came down to a game-winning 61-yard field goal by Minnesota's Greg Joseph, quarterback Kirk Cousins. And when you look at how close that game was and you see the plays made by our defense, the turnovers they created, the blocked punt by our special teams unit, the 60-plus-yard 60, 60 field goal, you know, you see how it really takes all three phases making plays. And Aaron Rodgers was on the McAfee show making a case for the Packers tight end Mercedes Lewis to be back with the team next year, even though Lewis will be 39 years old. He's an incredible blocker. I think he's gotten even better as pass blocking things. We put him on the backside of some of our action, our weak action plays where he's one-on-one on an outside backer, a defensive end, and usually a stud rusher, and he's done an outstanding job for us. We have some, some plays for him here and there, but... You know, his role is really run blocking a lot of times and and also pass blocking. That's Aaron Rodgers. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you back. This portion of the program brought to you by friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. PaysBig.com. Hell of a New Year's Eve party coming up and a brand new year in which bingo is back. A lot of good things in the Northern Lights Theater. They've got, obviously, the slots and great gaming, but they have the overnight stays and the beautiful hotel, and Bingo is back, and a lot of entertainment. Great restaurants down there as well. So it's good to see Pottawatomie uh, be a part of the uh, Milwaukee Admirals um, in-game show, so to speak, yesterday with the uh, the puck toss, too, which is really, really cool. That's uh, always great. But our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino always remind you, go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig. Dot com Again, PaysBig.com. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, got Mark Schofield coming up here uh, of SB Nation, coming up here up to the top of the hour, so hang in there for that. Uh, still a lot of people chiming in over on Twitter. Uh, Thermike says, we play to win the game. Let's not get into the loser mentality like Bears fans live in. Projecting another loss gets them any closer to a top three pick. F that. I don't want to be that guy. John says, who cares about where you draft? Because the Packers have proven the third round has been horrible. Doesn't matter where you draft. You just got to pick good people. Uh, this was from Olsik. Olsik says, uh, no way I want to start losing. I want to see this team play their best and start to build the chemistry for next season. That's more likely to get Aaron Rodgers to return. I think he's coming back anyway. I don't think, I, I think regardless of what the outcome of the season is, he's coming back anyway. Darla says, I want to cheer for my team. I want to root for my team to play their best. I, and it would, there would be nothing better than a New Year's Eve gift than to see them beat the Minnesota Vikings not once, but twice. 
Not once, but twice. Um, this one is from Abigail, who says, uh, Go Pack Go. I uh, never want to start losing. Joe Cunningham Stan says that uh, I want to see uh, the Packers get a win. The draft choices mean nothing to us at this point. Besides, like you've said over and over again, it usually takes a couple of years before they start pr- proving themselves. Um, Bill, I think Packers, it's I, go ahead. I think it's interesting you bring up this conversation because the exact same query was brought up uh, at the end of the baseball season in Philadelphia, where many actually said that they did not want the Phillies to make the playoffs because they were bad. And they thought that they wouldn't. It wouldn't lead to good changes. Then obviously the rest was history because they got in, and it wasn't even the fact because it's a different sport, right? Baseball to football, right. where a run might not be as likely, but it's the momentum that it carries mm-hmm. into the off season and the next year, right. and the rookies that get playoff experience where they're on that stage. It's different in baseball because you, baseball usually you you know first of all who cares about the MLB draft. You don't see really the fruits of that labor unless you come up with an absolute phenom right. for like three to five years. I mean, you don't even you don't even expect to see any of those guys in the bigs. Uh, the only time you're ever going to see them in a major league you know, baseball uniform and or a stadium is when they're introduced to the media to say, here's our first round draft choice. And then you forget about his name until he actually starts to come through your system, you know, because you really don't care. Nobody nobody gets drafted and starts in, in the majors the next day. It just doesn't happen. So that's apples to oranges. But I agree with you. Baseball is can be a somewhat carryover thing. The problem with baseball is you're only as good as ne- the next day starting pitcher. And with, with pitching, it, it's so hard to replicate or duplicate what guys did the year before. Uh, with baseball, you got to get there. you got to hope to get hot. And you got to make a run while you can. Baseball is so fickle. Whereas football... I think every year we can look at the teams and go, okay, here's the five or six teams that we pretty much can guarantee are going to be there. We just don't know where, if they're going to be really, really good or poor enough to just get in, but they're probably going to be there. And then you've got everybody else. Then you've always got that shakeup of somebody that starts to get good, teams that start to mature, a couple of pieces that bring a team together, a head coaching change that brings a team together, whatever it happens to be, you start to see that. Um, so, yeah, it's it's completely different. When it comes to baseball versus football, I, I would agree with that. It just yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's like you know Brewers fans that wanted to see them lose because they oh, well, we're not going to win anything, so don't even get there. Who cares? It's like, are you kidding me? You know, you you just want to get there. What, what, you know, if you don't get there, what do you gain? You know what I mean? If, if in football, if you don't get there and you play poorly down the stretch and you, you get a little bit higher draft choice, and in the first round, usually your first rounder, depending on where you pick or the stock that you have, you can maybe finagle that into somebody that's going to be a starter for you next year that can be an impact player. In baseball, what are you gaining if you don't go to the postseason? If you suddenly tank? Nothing. There, there's, you don't gain anything. You just You're just not in the postseason. You lose money. You know, you just, it, there's nothing. You don't get that. Mark Schofield, SB Nation, going to join us coming up after the top of the hour. Hang in there. One hour down, three more yet to go. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Don't forget right now, they still have, you still have time. Call them. Go to PellaWI.com, PellaWI.com, or 855-PellaWI. Got a real nice note here from a couple that uh, they said, look, the experience was great. Getting the new patio door was uh, fantastic. As a matter of fact, uh, they uh, they ended up saying to me that the whole experience uh, has been awesome. He said, we're just in awe. Thank you so much. 
said his wife and I listen every uh, wife and I listen every day. Boy, what a difference the door is compared to the old Pella slider. A lot more energy efficient. During the last cold spell, there was no moisture on the inside of the door, no drafts. Fantastic. Oh, boy. Go to PellaWI. I love it when people let me know about products. PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. <laughs> 